Yay. I like how you're tweet? just frozen in time. I'm listening you're to like, you. That's fine. It's partially like you just seem like, I don't want to move. <laughs> I'm not gonna do Should no, I move now? Hold on. Here. See, look there. I just have to make sure he can be seen. That's all. So I saw the picture you put on Instagram. He looks a lot like he and James Mars, not Marsden, Marsters, Spike from Buffy. You've said that before. Okay. And that's where we came up with. You said the type, you had the but type. I actually Cause you no, like because the sting. I'm not. I mean, not really. As long as they're old and crusty. No offense, headless engineer. Um, like it's fine. It's all good. Thanks to the headless engineer for producing the show. I know he's the headless producer. He's headless his uh, his uh, credit has changed. Yeah, it's good. It's going to be interesting to see how this works for H E to H P. Just in time for October, it's a Lovecraftian type producer. I was going to say H-E-P, but I don't think we want to call him Hep. 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 Isn't that nah. like a housing thing? <laughs> I don't know. There's like housing and urban development. That's HUD. I don't know. It's episode it's like 14. Hep sons. It, is, it, it is episode 14. <laughs> yeah. And he's the, <laughs> he's the headless producer today. Yay. Many, many more. Thanks. <laughs> All right. A short round is running rampant. I don't even know where she is or what she's doing. All I know she has a tub of Pringles. <laughs> Reenacting the ris- risky business scene downstairs. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> it slides in and hits the wall instead. Yeah. <laughs> Pringles go flying everywhere. No, not the Pringles. That's the visual like I'm one sticking of Headless with. engineers like button up shirts. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyways. Hey. Okay. So it's, so it's officially fall. There have been balloons in the sky here in Albuquerque, which has been cool, even oh. though there's not technically a fiesta going on per the usual, which sucks, but that's okay. But they're still so launching there was them the, up and everything. A little bit. Not, okay. you know, to the tune of, you know, a quarter million people here over, you know, a certain amount of time, but yeah. there's some people. So, and you know what else comes with fall that I've noticed a lot? Um, you know, the PSL. As the cool kids call it, <clears throat> pumpkin spice latte. Oh, yeah. They, and so I have to. Do they tell seriously you call it PSL? Yes, that's it. When you're super basic, I guess. Like when you're a basic white girl, that's what they say. <clears throat> you call it the PSL, and you wear the boots and the. I'm vest very minimalist, and so I would like a PSL with one S, extra <laughs> P, <laughs> extra P. Oh. Gross. And I want really foamy M. <laughs> it's PSL, dude. Oh, foamy milk. Got it. Never mind. Ugh. You forget. I'm, I'm I was you. a barista before being a barista was cool. That is true. Yeah. When you were, was that at Hastings? Yeah. Because I remember you would make me cafe. those like white chocolate mochas, but you made it with like the worst thing for you. So it was like. Oh, like the tasty Cream stuff? Something, yeah. something. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, because there it was, it was, so, it was so the powder, and then you could add in more stuff, you know. It's, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. the Hardback Cafe, and before that, I oh, was yeah, a barista right. in Oklahoma City for Borders. Wow. Borders books. So Yeah, yeah I was like, anything you touch just completely blows up, I guess. By Hastings. By Borders. Borders, does it? No, it exists. It just got bought by Starbucks. <laughs> Oh did, oh, did it? Oh, okay. I, think, I thought that was Barnes & Noble. I don't know. I want to say they expanded. I could be wrong. I want to say after anyways, I left, they did. But anyways, anyways. So I'm on this group with um, a bunch of ladies. 
and there was this little prompt that came up and it was like of these fall flavors it was a candy a caramel apple candy corn psl or s'mores like which one would you get rid of and i was like psl for sure and you would have thought that i had like murdered some some innocent something something in front of them and they're like <gasps> You basically ripped so. off their soccer mom's sweater and burnt it in front of them, and they took it as if you were burning a flag. <laughs> a big orange flag with a pumpkin on it or something, it, like yeah. a cup, yeah, um, with a the with a two, two-tailed, two-tailed mermaid, right? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, oh, okay. That's so what they should of- do. The pumpkin spice, but like put pumpkins. <laughs> I don't think that has the same connotation as you think it does, but that's okay. That's what? fine. Um, what? Pumpkin milk? Okay. Anyways, so speaking of, yes, two-tailed um, mermaids, I want you to explain to everybody what Boxtober is. Boxtober. So uh, you may have seen this on a variety of social places, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, but there's a thing called Inktober. It is yes. mostly an art prompt challenge. And my friend Lunchbox, uh, which you can check him out at uh, twitch.tv slash lunchbox. He's a streamer. He streams art and some video games, but he does a lot of art. And he has his own Discord community. And he he kind of got with the community. He's like, hey, let's let's do our own this year. Um, give me some ideas for art props. And so they came up with uh, Boxtober. Uh, so far, we're on, we're on day four. Yeah, we're on day four. Yeah. So day one was dirt. Day two was yeah. gauntlet. Day three was rain. And today is water. And so it's just a challenge of, uh, it's a, I call it a creative challenge because he's very much like do whatever medium you want. Cause he's very open. Yeah. Um, the first one I did, I made a gif of a, I call it a boo cat glitch. Cause it's a kind of a cat that looks ghostly. And then it like glitches out and looks weird just for fun. So I'm like, but it has the derp tongue in the front. So that's my derp. So, so. I looked at those and what is it that like, what glitches in the center? Is it like little ghost things or I couldn't tell I what changed, it was. Yeah. I changed because it's sort of based off my cat. That's been annoying the hell out of me recently, but uh, <laughs> my tuxedo cat. So he's got the little white shield. I switched yeah. it to a skull just because it's Halloween. Just for giggles. Boogie. So, yeah. Yes. But uh, yeah, I mean, this was, if you look, go to Instagram, we've been sharing, but this was my day, this was yesterday, it's my day three of rain. I don't really know yeah. what the hell's going on over here. I, I already, so, I looked at it and I decided what it is. What is you it? You drew the Pacific Coast Highway. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yay. It's California. I got you. <laughs> I, I think because like, yeah, I'm, I'm That's not, interpretation. yeah, I'm very aware. Like if you look through this book, cause this is like notes and whatnot. My art's very weird. But I, yeah, like, I started off over here and then I had this thing with drawing roads. I mean, I have yeah. my niece. It's cute because my niece copied me on this. But I used to draw this mountain landscape with a little road going across it in a wagon. And my grandma uh-huh. would keep it on a refrigerator. My Aww. oldest niece, she started copying me. And so she started drawing that as well. So I, it's just yeah. this weird thing. But thank you. You saw the coast. That makes me feel good. <laughs> Yeah, I got you. No, I knew exactly what it was. It was at first, I, I was it was just a goof. It. I'm like, uh, I'll try to make yeah. this look like a road by the ocean because this perspective's off. But nope. so yeah, you're that's, good. that's I, I, knew exactly, I knew exactly what I was seeing. Okay, yeah. so I need to talk to you about my day four. And I actually drew it this morning so I could um, unveil it on the show. I mean, my art is horrible. It looks like, I mean, Short Run's a better artist than I am. So 
Okay. So today was water, as you already mentioned. Mm-hmm. And so the first day you said was dirt, but I did this like little, I kind of drew it after me, like my like high school persona with the glasses and braces and, you know, derpy. Very pumpkin. And then the second day I did gauntlet. So you did the little gauntlet, like a maze, like a maze yeah, thing, right? I made, I made a fake video game. I took gauntlet to mean like the gauntlets that, yes, that Batman wears. And so I was like, I did Batkin. Batkin. And I you know, thought that was kind of cute. Yeah. And Short Round was like all about it. And she was like, oh, this is fun. Like, you know, what what's coming up next? And so then it was like, oh, the rain. And so I did the pumpkin. Hold. Oh, yeah. All of my things are pumpkins. That's the point of my Boxtober. Um, and he's holding an umbrella that's also a pumpkin. It's like orange with a little thing at the top. And so for the fourth day, I told Short Round, I said, well, it's water. So I'm going to do it like the Little Mermaid. And she's like, oh, that's funny. Ha ha ha. It's like, it's like Batkin, but it's a Merkin. And I was like, oh my God. I'm a Merkin. Do you know what a Merkin is? <laughs> okay. First and foremost, do not search it on the internet. I will tell you what it is afterwards. But um, so yeah, she went around calling my, this girl. There she is. <laughs> a She's a little, yeah, so she's a Merkin, and we'll talk about it after the show if you don't know what it is. And kids, I'm sorry, and this is things that your eight-year-old should not be saying. Is and I a, didn't even think about it because I was like, oh, cute. Is it a body part? Uh, it has to do with a very specific body part, yes. <laughs> is it a function of said body part? No, it is not a function. It it's, is an access. It is an accessory of said body part. And that's our PG-13 moment of the day. Also, my Moya moment. Yeah, the M-O-Y-A moment. Mom of the year again. That there was you go. Your... <laughs> yes. <laughs> and also, HBDLB. Happy birthday, Lindsey Buckingham. Yay. That was yesterday. So, <laughs> so along, I knew I had to wear his shirt today. Along the lines of words that Short Round, you know, shouldn't be saying. In- innocently. Yeah. Uh-huh. I have this disturbing memory from my childhood <laughs> of, you know, you know, back in the day, there was show and tell. And so a girl in a class, she brought her cat. And I I didn't I wasn't able to have cats as a young age. So I was excited there was a cat. So I started running around the par- the the playground saying, so and so has a other word for cat. Is it a five letter word that ends with Y? Yep. Starts with a P. Okay. And it was a girl? Yes. <laughs> okay. Broadcasting this very loudly, excitedly running around and yeah. i just had this distinct memory of this other child just this was what was this this was second or third year of college that you did that was it <laughs> no this <laughs> oh. was uh oh. fifth grade oh okay when you in theory should have known better but not quite yet okay got it no i mean i i i did have the same lot you know, vocabulary as a child <laughs> but i didn't know certain words had dual meanings yet i was a very I was going off the English definition of it. Yeah, the the connotation versus the denotation. Gotcha. Yeah. Dictionary so, versus. Yeah. Short rounds not alone in that. I, ma, ma, uh, ma Willie never heard about that one because I was good about not saying things out in front of my mother. So, but. <laughs> well, at least your mother isn't the one teaching you the words like I am with short round. Eh, you know. Unintentionally. So. 
Okay. Just watch Let's talk about Lord so. of Illusions. Have you, okay. So we talked about Halloween watch list a little bit last week. And then mm-hmm. I saw you had from like day one. Did you, is this sort of like a ongoing deal or what yeah, are you working on? Yes and no. I, uh, Wednesday night, my D and D game got canceled and we usually start late. So I'm usually, I'll have a cup of coffee just so I can be conscious. Or I a cup of tea. If it's Sorry. caffeinated, yes. Okay. Uh, oh, good job. But that night, um, I just was on a creative whim. And so I came into this office. I was working on my, I was actually working on the Kitty Gauntlet, I think. I can't remember what I was working on. Yeah, it was the Kitty Gauntlet. Uh, anyway. Know, days. Yeah. Day two. But okay. I stayed up till like three o'clock that night and I was like, I'm going to watch a TV show as I'm playing, being creative. So went on to, I believe it was Prime. I was like, what's on Prime? I, I think I'll watch some Star Trek next gen. And then I saw Clive Owens, not Clive Owens. Clive Barker's <laughs> Clive Owens, <laughs> the British version. <laughs> it's a very, very different show. Very Anyways. different. Uh, Lord of Illusions, yeah. Scott Bakula. It's got some other main characters, um, other actors. Tom that, K. Jansen. Yeah. Tom K. What's Jen- her face? I was like, what's she? She's she from. She's Jean, Ge- Jean Grey X Men. She's. Thank current- you. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Last I saw her in, it was a uh, original TV s- series on Netflix, but it's a. I think believe it's 1995. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's kind of creepy. I mean, but yeah, it, it was fun. And so I just like this, this is how I'm going to start off the month of October with this, yeah. you know, mid nineties horror flick. And since then, I no, haven't, it's a, mo- it's a movie, not a TV show, right? Correct. Yeah, it is a movie. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I haven't really watched any TV shows. We did actually come, ac- uh, what do we watch on accident? Oh no, I popped in last night. Um, I popped it in on the stream. Uh, what we do in the <laughs> shadows. We hadn't watched it and finished off the recent season. So we watched an episode of that. Like, well, this will kind of qualify as our, cause it's vampires. Yeah. And it was the episode yeah. where Mark Hamill makes his appearance as a vampire. Oh my. So, okay. So I have to say something cause I, you know, of course I pull up all the things I don't know too much about. Cause I like to just do my quick little like research before we start the show. Mm-hmm. And I pulled up the IMDb like kind of page for this Lord of illusions. And it said, people also search for, Nightbreed, Hellraiser, Candyman, <laughs> Raw Rawhead Rex. Never heard of that one. Book of Blood and the Midnight Meat Train. <laughs> I have not heard of the last two. <laughs> I was just, I don't know. What is that even? Midnight Meat Train. Okay. Anyways, there you I'm go. I'm going to say there's some sort of slaughtering type device. It looks like it. It just has a very interesting. I, um, I can see the connection to Hellraiser because there is some weird, funky, uh, you might say Cronenberg type body horror stuff going on. It. Uh, There's nothing Cronenberg about this. No, that's sorry. Lindsay. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> the Lindsay Cronenberg Buckingham. Just because like the main bad guy has like this weird third eye thing, that looks really creepy. So it's you shouldn't yeah. judge people on their looks, Ryan. That's rude. I know, but it looked like a you know it looked like something from Doctor Pimple Popper, but it was popping itself. That's disgusting. Oh my god, gross. Okay, next. <laughs> so yeah, gross. Uh, we're trying to be consistent. Last night, the wife's like, "Well, you need to work on your list, and you know, during the week, <laughs> let's stick with the TV shows because those are easier to watch, of course, because yeah. shorter." But yeah. during the weekend, on the weekends, we should stick to our own movie collection because we have a lot of movies that we, some of them we haven't watched, but also okay. we have a fair amount of just horror flicks that we have a collection of. I mean, we. Right. So, yeah. You have we'll two of the something. Evil Deads or Armies of Darknesses or I have, whatever you I said. I all this. 
Yeah. <laughs> I've even done one. I don't actually, I take it back. I don't have the 2015 reboot, re- remake, whatever you want to call I it. I don't know. And that's Army of Darkness? Uh, no, that's I Evil Dead, know. 2015. Oh, Evil, Evil Dead. Dead. All right, good to know. Sam, it had Sam Raimi. It's a very, it's a good horror flick. It's, it's you know, working on my Christmas list, kids. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So like tonight, I'll figure out something to. Uh, we'll watch something later today, and that'll mm-hmm. kind of kick that right off. On. And then during the week, we'll find some sort of shows. I yeah, normally I've have a, a list, but I'm just kind of like, ah, oh, let's go over here. So yeah, I've had a very crazy week with some things I've been helping out with a friend and so I am very much behind but I will catch up to ensure that 31 days of whatever it ends up being is the consumption for us uh, yes how was how's community going it's good it's silly uh fact before we came in we just saw the what is it the dick wolf shows the is that SVU. Law and order? yeah law and order, yeah, law and order. it mm-hmm. was their law and order spoof I'm like let's well, okay that was clever Cool. And as I was telling you before we went live, I'm really enjoying Jim Rash's character, of who's the dean, just because his, every time his, he always has some sort of dean pun when he walks into the room, I'm like, uh-huh. you know, let's get some dean in the bean or just weird stuff like that. And like we hit we hit the Christmas episode. The yeah. Well, it's yeah. good coffee. Christmas Anyways, episode okay. at the end of it. He's and he's an ornament going dean, 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 dean. It's <laughs> Oh boy! So Kim Jong pops up and Chang, Chang. So it's, yeah, yeah. community's been fun. And let's see all that fun jazz. Can I talk about the thing that I've watched with Kim Jong in it now? If if you feel so inclined, I'll allow it. Yeah, I need to. I need to talk about. Actually, you know what? No, you can talk about Raised by Wolves. I need to know more about this because I pulled this up too, and I see like the girl holding like the fetus thing or the embryo or whatever and i'm still like you kind of explained it to me but i'm still lost so i need you to clarify what's going on uh it's a very unique show it's on hbo max it it is i will call it heavy sci-fi um there's almost some weird ties to the alien universe because ridley scott i know ridley scott directed two the first two episodes of it Uh, and the show's on hbo max yeah hbo but so it's futuristic you start off with this ship entering orbit and then you see these these two androids they get out of it it's like okay let's set up this colony and then they one android plugs in the other into these little boxes and then nine months later they have six babies and basically they are you know saving earth and like you get there's been a giant war that's back on on the planet Earth, and so this guy who you don't find out who he is really till later on has sent off these two androids to make sure that the human civilization still exists without the problems that led them to this war. Got it's it. It's heavy sci-fi. I've enjoyed it because it's heavy sci-fi. Also, the yeah. not that's the lead your bag. character. Yeah, I, it's it's good mm-hmm. sci-fi. I put it that way. I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. Good like music. That. Um, and. The actor, I was, a, I really like the TV show Vikings and the okay. lead actor f- from seasons one through four of Vikings. He is one of the actors in this. I, I forget. It's like Finnick or something like Travis Fimmel. Yes. Him. Okay. He was also in the uh, war, of the not war of the worlds, the wow <clears throat> movie. Okay. <laughs> the, the game. Wow. 
movie. I just World of Warcraft. Yes, that one. He was in that cool. movie. I keep getting points this morning, man. You I'm do. like knowing things. You do. Yay! But yeah, I, I'm, I'm enjoying Reservoir Wolves. Just very, very sci-fi. It's okay. Good to know. Fun aspects of it. So nice. Okay. So, um, Jim Butcher. Did you finish Cold Days? I'm still Are working still? on Cold Days. I'm, I believe, chapter. I think I'm in chapter 20s because yesterday I had to clean the grill and I just, you know, let it go as I was cleaning the grill outside. And yeah, you you're still listening, stuff. right? Yeah. Okay. Going through mm-hmm. Audible. I Good. mean, I'm I'm almost caught up on the butcher books. I think I have four more books until I'm caught up on the series because they just released the most recent Battlegrounds. I believe the name is. Okay. Um, on audiobook. So my plan is by the end of the year, finish off the Butcher series just to be caught up. And mm-hmm. then I may try to jump back to book five of the expanse because I've okay. been speaking of uh, from lunchbox earlier on in his discord. He has a, one of his channels where we, uh, there's a book, they call it book club and mm-hmm. myself and a few others were in there just kind of talking about books. Someone else has been reading the expanse. And so we've been comparing notes and so he's been kind of hyping book five. I'm like, oh, I kind of want to, I want to jump back into that series, but yeah, I want to complete get through this series. first. Yeah, mm-hmm. which sounds like a lot of fun. And explain to me again what the premise because you said it was like a Harry Dresden like, is a wizard private detective. There you go. Um, okay. He is hired by humans to help them out. Like they're missing person. They need protection from something weird, paranormal. Yeah. But you know, he's he has come across werewolves. Three different uh, family classes of vampires, the Fae, mm-hmm. which, you know, involves trolls, fairy, all that fun stuff. It's mm-hmm. a really, I don't read much fantasy. I don't read any fantasy other other than this series. Okay. That's but, cool. Yeah. I just figured you could recap for those if you're yeah. checking and out the Dresden show. is, um, I was introduced to the series because I watched the TV show on Netflix that had mm-hmm. Paul Blackenthorn as, who played Harry Dresden. Okay. Um, and I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And it was just a one season thing when it appeared on sci-fi. And then I happened to pick up the book maybe a year later. And then I got hooked. Then nice. I found out that my brother-in-law had read the series. And so it's been, been able to talk to different people about it. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. So okay. that's all my jazz. Tell me about yeah. the singers. Who wear so, masks and not I the ones that keep I'm gonna you safe. Throw, I'm going to throw a wrench in it for just a second because okay. I want to talk about um, I want to talk about Nandy and Dave first because like perpetually the information and the things that I have to talk about get more and more depressing <laughs> as I'm discussing and they're all very related to each other. You should end so I'm gonna talk with about- the silly stuff. Sandwich it. Okay, never mind. Fine. Now no, singer. Okay. okay. No, 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 right, no. Last you can do, go with Nandy, but I end with idiocracy. No, it's okay. End with idiocracy? Yeah. Okay, Same that's fine. Right. Okay, so let's start with, okay, Nandy. Um, okay, so we talked about this last week, and I made Ryan, are you sandwiching things? Yes. Uh, watch the kind of conclusion-ish. You posted so, her, it's her song that she wrote for, for Dave. Because he wrote her, like, superhero song. Which and is so awesome. she wrote Rock and Roll. As the and it was great because she's, she's a drummer, but she ended up playing like how many instruments? Five, guitar, four, five keys, and bass. Yeah, bass, 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 drums. Yeah, and she's singing too. So yeah. I mean, technically, yeah. And so super multifaceted. Like she's so stinking cute. She's she so is. funny. 
and really clever. And um, it was it's just great. It's fun to see a little bit of like lightheartedness and kind of cool things in the world as opposed to just all the like turds that are out there. You know, not to mention that, that song is good. And it's, it's a really good, good rock song. I'm like, oh my God, my faith in rock music could be restored by this 10-year-old girl because she's not whining <laughs> about everything. It's true. There are a lot of young singers that definitely, um, <laughs> yeah, with a little bit of edge and kind of back into that, you know, like mid-90s, early 90s sort of rock genre is pretty cool. So I mean, grunge was there's, whiny to an extent, hope. but it's like whine, but like, you know, let's be pissed about this and try to change it. And then it's just like, yeah, I'm just upset. I, I didn't have any more. Sorry. I was going to go. Okay, that's I was going to go metal and start shouting, but I didn't want to blow up the HP's ears. That's okay. And I mean, not for his ears. Sorry, dear. Um, But yeah, I think that the 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 music with a message is what you're saying saying basically eh, right sometimes i mean okay. just, just rock I, mean, I, th- out. I think it was it was good yeah yeah no she did a really good job yeah so fun good job, Nanny. Rock. Good job, i mean kind of like kind of like the food fighters in a way they have you can tell they're having fun when they're performing yeah. and so like yeah that's you know you can have your depression rock if you want your depression rock that's fine isn't but, that emo i thought that was emo <laughs> yeah I'm saying all this and I've been listening to a lot of German industrial metal because the wife found some good. If you've heard of Rammstein, she did a search yeah, of bands that sound like Rammstein or similar to Rammstein. Uh-huh. Uh, we were introduced to a band called Oomph. Uh, and yeah, you sent me that. I didn't listen to it. It's 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 just got good beats and we've been really happy with you know how it sounds. It's like, oh, yeah. And then we kind of looked at the lyrics I'm like, oh, yeah, these are good lyrics too, the translated yeah. ones. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, and I was like when we, when I went to uh, see Pandemica and the band I was watch- listening to on the way back was the was Who H U, and it's like the throat singers with like the instruments and stuff. It's pretty cool too. Very Viking esque in a way. I yeah. think I've got one of their songs. It's uh, yeah. No, it's pretty cool though. Something like that. It sounded like the reverse of Missy Elliott's "Work It." Anyway, sorry. Okay, so let's talk about Mass Singer. Yeah. <laughs> Did you did you hear about it? Did you hear what happened? Nope. <laughs> there was so much controversy on last week's show. It would have been even better for this to be did a part of it. Did someone refuse to wear a mask? <laughs> um, kind of. Yes. <gasps> but here's the thing. Remember how Republican? I told you, remember how I told you last week that the um premiere was down forty four percent from like a couple of seasons ago, and it was like at an all time high. Um, and so. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say this is probably staged what happened because it was a little too what? coincidental, but also everyone's like, <gasps> you can't stage can't reality TV, Rizzo. They say as they use a fake audience for all the shows because it's quarantine what? anyways. Um, So it was group B that started off this week and I feel dumb because I didn't pull up the listing of who was in group B. So I have to do it like kind of by memory. Kaka. But anyways, um, Seahorse was there. Whatchamacallit was there. Uh, Serpent was there. Were you watching Masked Singer or were you watching yeah. a horse race? <laughs> Masked Singer. Oh, Anyways. Okay. I, sorry. Yeah. But... It's okay. It's fine. I'm trying to think of who else was there. I can't remember. Well, Gremlin was there. There were six of them and I apologize for the other. Oh, no, I don't know. The other ones that were there because I can't remember. Anyways, so they had six that were in the group. 
And Gremlin was the last one to go. And he sang Stand By Me and he dedicated it to his friend who had passed away. And then all of a sudden he tells Nick Cannon, he's like, I can't wear this mask anymore. And everyone's like, what? You know, because usually they vote and then whoever has the lowest votes gets voted. It gets, you know, uh, it's voted off or whatever. Okay. And he's like, I, you know, I, I can't wear this anymore. It's, it's too, whatever, it's too hot. And so he just ends up unmasking himself <laughs> before they even voted. And they're all like, you can't do that. Don't do these things. You know, and they kind of hyped it up like throughout the week. You know, the thing that's going to change the trajectory of Massinger forever. And anyways, it ended up being Mickey Rourke, uh, which honestly, like, does not surprise me in the least. He was in The Wrestler. He was in, I think, nine and a half weeks. And he used to, like, look really, Sin really City, good. Like, back two, in the day. The yeah. And he was, like, super handsome. But then he had all the, like, plastic surgery and drugs and things. And then, like, his face turned into, I don't know. The expendables, one through three. Oh, my gosh. Anyways. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, here, there, you know. And there he was. And then he, like, chucked the gremlin head into the audience. It was pretty funny. So basically, he didn't so, take off the mask. He did. He took the mask off himself. Oh, and, uh, he was actually a gremlin inside. Okay, I got you. There it is. Anyways, okay. yeah. How does how well does Mickey Rourke sing? Not okay. <laughs> Not. I mean, I it mean, was he could have been voted off anyways, but yeah, it was it's like, like unless he was doing some yeah. sort of like Tom Waits type style, then I could see him pulling it off. But yeah, because he's just going to get a grizzled voice. No, it was Benny King stand by me. Yeah. I mean, it was OK. It was just like, yeah, super old, super grizzled, like totally. Yeah. But he's also old and grizzled and like just looks like he's been run through the ringer like 812,000 times. So anyways, yeah. bye, Mickey. Interesting. Bye, Gremlin. He was really cute as the Gremlin, though. You'll see the picture, but. Anyways, it was weird. Huge gremlin. Okay. So now we're going to get into the satirical slash depressing things. It all should be satire, but we're all living it. So I'm going to, I'm going to put these all together. Um, So I sent you the video for weird owls. We're all doomed. Right. Did you watch it? I did. Yeah. The debate. It was so funny. Yeah. It was really good. And then um, on what day was it? Wednesday or Thursday? You told, no, I guess it was Wednesday. You told me that uh, you, you made some comment about idiocracy. That was Friday. And I, was that Friday? Yeah. Oh my gosh, brain. I don't even know. Sorry. Friday. And um, you said, oh, we, can't, we can't be anything if you haven't seen idiocracy. So I was like, well, we have to do the show Sunday, so I should probably watch it so we can like yeah. talk. And, and uh, until then, you spoke with my representative, Sean O'Connell. Sean, o- Sean O'Connell. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he just took over your. He happened to he take did. over your little Discord thing, and we we're got, just chit chatting. Yeah, Sean, he, he seemed Sean seemed cool. Yeah, kind of he gets deep, the job done. Okay. That's fine. Anyways, so I talked to Sean, and I told him, you know, I'd found that I had I happened to have it on. I don't know somewhere it's like HBO free to me or something like that. So I watched it, and um, Idiocracy oof, by was, Mike Judge. This came out early thousands, I believe. Yeah, I got it. Um, it was 2006. Got, it's Luke Wilson, right? Or is it Owen Wilson? It's Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson. My Rudolph. My Rudolph. Uh, Terry Crews. Terry Crews. <laughs> Dak Shepard. Oh, Frito. Yeah. Dak <laughs> Shepard. There's a, I mean, basically. Yeah. Basically the king, the stat, the, the, uh, voiceover actors from King of the Hill, because yeah, a lot of the presidential, ca- uh, cabinet, those are voices from King of the Hill. The, the judge that convicted him, 
That's the guy yeah. who oh, he was in everything. That's the guy who plays Bill. Okay. FYI. But yeah, it's okay. it's satire, but unfortunately, it's become real. Oof, it's real. Like I mean, it's scary real. Um, but the funny thing that I when I pulled up the site again just to to just remind myself what was going on, it has Idiocracy listed as a sci-fi thriller. <laughs> <laughs> it's like mm, not exactly, yeah. but it's great. Yeah, mix, mix it was really funny. Um, yeah, poor Fuddruckers. <laughs> I did read about that because like oh, they no. had, they wrote the script and in Fox because it was Fox that distributed it was not very supportive of the film. So that's why it kind of got a low. It's like we're dumping this in just a few theaters. Yeah. Uh, the interview was like, how did you get by with all because they make fun of Starbucks, Fuddruckers, Carl's Jr., Ford. Because Carl's Jr. F you, we just want to eat. Yeah. But <laughs> but the lawyers they were like, so how do we get by you doing this? Like, well, you only have like one main real corporation in there. It'd be it'd be better if you made fun of more of them. Brondo. Bra- yeah. <laughs> Brondo. Yeah. Brondo. That's not a real thing. It's not yeah. a real thing, but it's you know, making fun of Powerade and Gatorade and all that because it's got yeah. electrolytes. But there's another that's what, one that's like the plants need. Yeah. Or plants uh, want. In one scene, they're driving a fjord. Because yeah. Ford was bought by a Norwegian company, so yeah, <laughs> and that the was fjord. the one because wasn't it the wasn't that the car he was driving during the um, rehabilitation? Possibly, yeah. The little like Mirthmobile looking thing, like Wayne's World, and they yeah. had the <laughs> the little uh, uh, hood hood ornament. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Funny thing about the, the uh, orientation, the purple floppy hood ornament. What the main guy that Luke Wilson has to go against uh-huh. is, is his brother. Oh that, yeah, that's another Wilson brother. Oh, okay. Well, it was like it's not. Oh, I didn't. It wasn't Owen. No, not Owen. It's, no, okay. it's like I think he's older. I can't remember. But yeah, he's. It's another. What Owen. was it? What was his name? Meet Supreme. Yeah, Meet Supreme. <laughs> uh, hang on for one second as we have some technological difficulties. Yeah, he said techno. He said let's. We're we're experimenting some technological differences. <laughs> yeah. So if you haven't seen Idiocracy, highly uh, recommend it. Um. It's it's disturbing how accurate it's becoming. It's like Ooh. watching Office Space. You watch Office Space and then you work in an office and you're like, oh, Shiza, this is real in yeah. some certain circumstances. Somebody so. knows something. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, they're, they're visionaries back they in are. 2006, man. They knew. Terry During, Crews. Yeah. And Terry Crews, because you commented about President like- Camacho. Yeah. You comment. I forget what you said, but like, I could see Terry Crews, you know, if Terry, you replace our current president with Terry Crews- it's reality. Terry Crews tweeted that very similar thing four years ago during this time I, of the yeah. election. It was just like, it's like, man, I didn't know I'd be playing a real, realistic version of the president. Or like at the end when they're like, uh, and we're not going to be naming any names, but, and then the hooker became the first lady of the United States. <laughs> yeah. I was like, where have I heard that before? The little like, Monocle glasses guy thinking about, hmm, okay. Is this silly? Yeah. So we've been here before somewhere. Idiocracy is fun and amazing. Yes. And then that led into the South Park pandemic special. Which you told me to go watch. Which I made you watch. And I'm glad. Thank you for actually watching something I'm asking you to watch. Yeah, it's South Park. I haven't uh, seen anything for a while. So, you know. That was, yeah. So it kind of reminded me of why, like, the headless engineer and I loved South Park in the beginning. Because it's just like crazy spot on. I mean, like it's super inappropriate, super like, wow, that pushes the envelope big time. 
but I'm not going to wear a diaper above on my mouth. That's disgusting. Yeah, you don't wear a ch- yeah you don't wear a diaper over your nose. A chin, it's a chin diaper. diaper. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then when Stan was bless his heart trying to make the build a bear for butters. <laughs> yeah. And that poor poor pangolin. The pangolin. I do have a question though, as the as the show ended up, I'm wondering what happened to Mickey Mouse. That's all I'm saying, like, what happened to Mickey? <laughs> Mickey is a survivor and a piece of shit in the start in the South Park. <laughs> Okay, big time. Did like, you see I Mickey's couldn't... first appearance in South Park a few years ago? Probably not, because was... I was I was thinking it was making me think back to when the last time was that we actually watched it like episodically. Gotcha. And I was placing it back, maybe like I don't know, like maybe because uh, how many seasons are there now? A plethora. I've lost count. Twenty twenty something. Yeah. And we probably were at like maybe episode or not. I'm sorry, season like fourteen or fifteen or something. Maybe somewhere around there. Probably right, honestly, right around the time that Short Round was born. Gotcha. Well, <laughs> to be honest, you. but yeah. Yeah, um, they, they introduced Mickey Mouse me. because you know the Jonas Brothers are under the Disney Corporation. Yeah, and Mickey mm-hmm. is a hard-boiled piece of crap. You know, you're gonna go out there, you're gonna do what I say, and like he ends yeah. up knocking one of the Jonas Brothers. Out. Are we gonna have a problem? Ha ha! As he's kicking him. <laughs> like, yeah. So yeah, it's like the personification of. They're Walt Disney and aware, but yeah, I did really like the fact that Mr. Garrison <laughs> was the president. That was that made me happier than I think I could have expected because there's all these things because I'm not watching it episodically anymore. And I was like, oh, I remember those people and oh, there. And then I need to go back. Obviously, four years ago, it was it was very got it making fun of that particular individual, the individual he was running against. Yeah, yeah, got it. Well, and then the other thing, because I noticed that I thought was interesting was like the Marsh family is rich now and they have. And I that was new to me because, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know Randy was uh, had his own weed farm. An, entre- an entrepreneur. <laughs> OK, fine. Weed producer, whatever. Fine. Yeah. Weed farmer. Yeah. He's an entrepreneur, it's Ryan. Colorado, okay. It's fine. That's true. You're, yeah, that's a good point, actually. So, yeah, and I was like, oh, wow, look at it. It's like all the and then they have like the little like tapestries and the little embroideries on the wall. And it's all like polyps. Yeah. <laughs> very classic. Very classy. Yes. So. Like so highly recommend HBO Max is where I watched it. So I'm probably going to be on Cartoon Network if not Cartoon Network. Comedy yeah. Central. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. See, I, 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 I sure quit watching South Park for a while because locally we lost Comedy Central. Oh, okay. And then it came back and then it mm-hmm. popped up on Hulu and now it's just streaming. But yeah. Yeah. And then um, one, one other comment before we move on. But poor Token, when, they, <laughs> when the teachers said he went to the hospital because of, because of COVID. COVID. Oh, my gosh. I just poor Token. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh, man. So, yeah. That's I, like so spot on. incredibly messed up. But you're just like spot on. But yeah, it's I mean, it, it's so accurate. Like it's uh, yeah, yeah. OK, yeah. next. Anyways. Anyways. Yeah, go. that's as political we'll get. There you go. <laughs> Via <laughs> idiocracy <laughs> in South Park. <laughs> we should we should we should uh, go back to the good old days and talk about my album of influence so we can talk about a more simpler uh, not more simple, more simple time. So tell me about. Album number five. You know what the word is? It's Greece. Greece is the word. Grease lightning. Oh, yeah, that too. 
Yeah. So the movie soundtrack to Grease is my album of influence, number five. <clears throat> John Travolta, he's my something. I was as a hero. That's not true. I just, I love him. Um, <clears throat> and so this was my gateway. Yes, hearts. Thank you. My, I just like dreamily can't even like think about it. Uh, my gateway musical. Everyone has one. Do you okay. have a gateway musical? <laughs> yes. What is it? Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. <laughs> okay. Anyways, yes. So Grease was <laughs> my first really, I uh, know it's fine. My first real foray into realizing what the concept of a musical was. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I didn't know that it had like a stage show kind of thing. Didn't understand that concept because this was right. This came on the tails right after Phenomenon. Because remember Phenomenon. I told you I'd never heard of, I'd never, I'd never heard of John Travolta before. And then Ma that Rizzo. still surprises I, me. I know. Like yeah, you, I know. See, you seem like a child that would have watched Look Who's Talking. I'm sure I did, but I didn't know who he was. You know what okay. I mean? Like oh, it okay. didn't set with me like there, like Phenomenon did. And so Ma Rizzo, going back to Hastings, uh, she's like, well, you like Phenomenon. You really like him. We should probably, you should watch Grease. And I was like, what's Grease? You know, and she's telling me, oh, it's this musical and this music, whatever. And uh, finally got to watch the movie, grabbed the soundtrack. Just like the dance number album number one that we talked about a few weeks ago, I ruined four or five copies of that CD wow. in a span of like seven years. And this was like I'm talking like top to bottom listening because on on the dance it was you know four or five very specific songs, but for Greece it was like I couldn't. I couldn't Greece get over was it. to you as the Aladdin soundtrack is to me. Ah. That's cute. Because Aladdin. Well, came Robin out Williams. Was, yeah, I know. Yeah, Robin. Plus, I mean, I can still. I had this. I have the. I still have the CD somewhere. Oh yeah. yeah, I've got. I have two or three of the copies. I'm sure somewhere for sure. I uh, actually speaking of Aladdin, that's funny you mentioned that. I saw this really funny thing on it. It was a either a T-shirt side or one of those where they have the clever little you know artistry things that people do and they put them on the shirts and whatever. Mm -hmm. Like I I gun ducks as an example. You know that kind of thing. Yep. Um, never heard of it. And it's this possum and a raccoon and they're dressed up as Aladdin and Jasmine and they're on this like beat up rug. And it says, I can show you some trash. <laughs> I can show you some trash. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just like dumpster to dumpster. There you go. Yeah, exactly. But they're just like both screaming, like open mouth screaming. I'll have to show you the picture. It's great. <laughs> Sounds fun. So anyways, grease is the word. It has always been, it always will be. And I love it. And Thanks a lot, Grease, for being my gateway musical. Okay. Now I enjoy them a lot. I didn't see that until later in life. Done. So, but Say it, again? it was I didn't see Grease until later in life, but I I did enjoy it. Yeah, it's finally to know can kind of know where some of the references come from and whatnot. That's always yeah. fun. So, and it you know, and it was released in 1978, but it is takes place in the 50s, so it's like a simpler time, but an even more simple time. Simple. <laughs> Simple time. Oh, that's good. Simple okay. time tea. There we are. All right. Grease. Album number five. How many do we have left? Like six? Wait. Not a lot. We're on episode 14, so we have uh, five left. Well, I don't remember when we, when did we start it? Maybe it was episode When did we two. start the, it might have been two or three. And then here, because then we doubled up because we did the soundtrack. Um, when oh, we yeah. did There's like Phenomenon and then we did Wayne's World. I'll tell you how many we have left. It's fine. So we have left. one, 
Well, I found a Boxtober two, from last year. Three, four, five, six. Yeah, we have six left. And depending upon how you choose next week, I will say that the ending of this Albums of Influence is going to be very Cronenberg-centric. Uh, Buckingham. <laughs> if you're not, Buckingham. if you're not careful, if you're not careful, you're going to be stuck with him for like four weeks. Why don't you just build them all together? I've already answered that question for you, kind sir, and the answer is still no. Fine. <laughs> Why? And I wore this shirt just because his birthday was yesterday. He turned seventy-one. And, That's um, why you posted that. Okay. What? Oh yeah, the picture. Yeah. Of course. We'll see how uh, we'll probably stay up till his next birthday. And actually, and you know what? Speaking of birthdays in, in early October, mm. you know, my favorite person in the whole world has their birthday in just a couple of days. And he's sitting right behind me producing the show. <laughs> it's a very Li- Libra in thing, I guess. I don't know. So anyways. Speaking but, of birds, yeah. uh, Walking Phoenix and Rooney Mara. Is that her? They had, they had, they had, they had a child. They had baby. They had baby. Um, there was like three birds this week of celebrity births. Uh, one that I, I'm excited because the guy who played the mountain on uh, Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. Huff Huff Bjornsson, also known as mm-hmm. Thor Bjornsson, he and his yeah. wife they had a baby, and it's funny because he's like seven foot five. I know it was like four hundred pounds. Poor, that poor woman. <laughs> And she's like five foot nothing almost or five foot oh, six, six. Like it's very, but like Jesus. it was adorable because, you know, they shared the initial pictures and then they shared another one of Instagram. It's like the baby laying right here. Uh-huh. And like, you know, babies are small. Yeah. They're going to be like as big as a forearm. But since his yeah. arms are so huge, it's like the baby could be swaddled with inside of his arm itself. Yeah. yeah. We're, Congrats um, to them. And there was a third yeah. couple that had a baby, but I can't remember who. Katie Perry had her baby. That may have been it. Blue, but they're kind of not even a couple anymore right now, I don't think. Yay, babies. Daisy. Though. Daisy Bloom. It's a good name. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty cute. I mean, spot you know, on. Uh, but, you know, a little bit. Yeah. So we're getting, we're actually getting some new family pictures done. This, uh-huh. uh, this is a kind of side thing, but talking about tiny babies tiny and baby. um, there's a certain side of the family that we're getting these pictures with. We, we thought it was a good idea to get them done at this time because the last time we were all together, speaking of tiny babies, short rounds booty fit into my tiny hand. I think so I photoshopped like, one of those pictures, actually. Yeah, where we were. <laughs> where yeah. Hiddleston kissing Jr. her and, and she's screaming. Here and here. And she's in the middle going. Ah! Yeah. And then you had the otter picture, no, which I've, is very sh- no, I photoshopped in Khan. Oh, somebody somebody did the otters. Might have been the headless engineer, but his favorite animal is the otter. So it's kind it's of good, fun. It's a good animal. Yeah, it's really, really cute. So Just anyways. Chill, river, you know. Time to get new pictures and time to do things and everything Yay. else. And speaking of tiny humans and things like that, will tiny you tell me about humans. humanoids? Actually, humanoids yeah. is the publisher. Never mind. No humanoids for you. Okay. Uh, so the comic book of the, for sweatpants and superheroes, yes, it's actually three different comics. Um, there was Sanctum, Sanctum Genesis, and then Sanctum Redux. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sanctum is kind of what started off. It has I love stories like the movie The Abyss. You're underwater, or like or Alien. You're in space. Yeah. You are stuck within the confines of the structure. You can't go outside. 
The abyss, same thing. You're underwater. This takes place in a submarine. This ha- So uh, it happens underwater, of course, but the submarine comes across this weird cave and everything, and they keep coming across like skeletons, and then the the crew are starting to go insane where they're attacking each yes, other. Let's or please killing keep themselves. driving towards the skeletons and crazy place yeah. thing. All right, but, go ahead. Yeah. Cause the submarines on a certain mission, but for whatever reason, they notice that they are veering off course and then they find the structure and they identify there's a distress signal coming from a, a Russian sub that doesn't uh-huh. exist because it's because of the fabrications done to it. And then insanity and chaos incurs and it's, dark but it's really fun and i really enjoyed it and then you go yay it was one of those where i was reading at night my wife's like what are you reading i'm like it's just it's a comic book she's like oh just a night night story yeah happy happy nightmares and then uh sanctum genesis is kind of the prequel it's like this think of it as the beginning yeah no anyways okay yeah. I say prequel just because it came out. But yeah, you're correct. I got you. Um, because within that Russian submarine, they found notes that were written by uh, a, not, uh, a Nazi general. They're like, this is kind of weird to find in a Russian sub. So Genesis covers kind of how they first came across this cavern and the evil within and kind of tells the story of that. And then right. Sanctum Redux, and this is, I'm, co- I'm quoting basically from Humanoid's website, they mm-hmm. took that first story, like if if Sanctum was the movie, Sanctum Redux is the TV show. Okay. Got Same it. type story, but they've added in it three different characters, different okay. art. It is different writers. I've really enjoyed it because I'm a big fan of archaeology type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, it's got that we are stuck inside the sub for those who are in the sub. And then those who are in the actual cave and structure they're stuck inside there because something's messing with their head. They're sending them through mate. They're turning on each other because the evil that is trying to actually get out is trying to use them to release him or it, I should say. But yeah, Yeah. it's been a really fun read. I, it's just one of those I stumbled across. Uh, I've never heard of the humanoid publisher before, but I've really enjoyed these books. And I read about them. Like they were trying to like, there's possibilities it may be turned into a movie later on. If there was talks of liking getting it to be made into a movie, like in 2014, 2015 or so. So okay. it may pop up, but I would love to see it because I love that type of stuff where yeah. um, yes, the movie yeah. underwater with Kristen Stewart, it has that same type of element. Like you are stuck to this compound. You cannot just run away, even though in most horror flicks, they just run upstairs or into the shed that has all the knives in it. But yeah, confined or to into the area. truck that doesn't have the keys. And yeah, like oh, or, whoops, the keys are there. Yeah, yeah. and then they just right. It's just you're mm-hmm. confined to the space. You there is no getting out easily, if at all. So it's yeah. been a really enjoyable read, and it's cool. it's been nice reading something. I mean, I I love my you know superheroes. I love my mutants and everything. But it's been nice to get outside of that and just read a different type of story in a way. Yeah. And, just I really enjoyed it. Highly recommend it, especially for this time of year. I mean, it's it's spooky and, and like I would say a suspenseful thriller. Just like it, just like Idiocracy, a sci-fi thriller. So, yeah, sci-fi suspenseful <laughs> psychological thriller. <laughs> um, 
Speaking of that, I was gonna I was gonna say this news to to you talked about your sweatpants and superheroes, but mm-hmm. guess what I watched one episode of last night. As speaking of stumbling upon, the just boys? giving it a try, huh? The boys, Harley Quinn. Oh, good. And <laughs> and it was really funny, but man, does she say MFR a lot? Yeah, like a ton. I was like, wow. I mean, I mean, what really would you funny. expect? I think- <laughs> Well, I know. I think Poison Ivy's probably my favorite character, though. She's so funny. I really like her. Her plants are fantastic. Uh, a lot. Have they got uh, Clayface and uh, King Shark in I there yet? One, I watched okay. one episode. Yeah. Clayface is fantastic awesome. because okay. it's uh, Alan Taducky. I'm, I may be saying his name wrong, but he also voices the Joker and uh, like three other thousand characters yeah, he, in there. Yeah, Star Wars, he's the KP whatever yeah. guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh King Shark. I forgot the, the guy who plays him, but it's it's just so good for that. Yeah. It's like I when, think we'll talk about that more next okay. week, but I just wanted to let you know that I did start good. watching it because I just wanted to check it out. And that was actually right after I finished the pandemic special. I just wanted just something kind of mindless to watch and just got kind of relax to and yeah. uh very mindless. It was funny kind of got into it. It was funny. Very graphic. Yeah, it was good. Yes, not very not kind of short round approved. <laughs> no, not even close. When the uh, when they're on the like ship at the beginning and the guy's like trying to do the toast and then <laughs> not so much the guy as just the guy's face. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay, yeah, he just it's, pulled it's, that face right off of his head. Yeah, when I watched, it was, I was like, oh, it was this is Joker. Violent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but anyways, it was really good. So yeah, it's ta- okay. taps into the world of insanity. So let's talk Halloween a little bit as okay. we kind of are getting into it. Did you do any more of your watch list at all? Um, you kind of hit on this with the mass Singer, but I forgot to mention Gremlins. One Ooh, and good two. call. Yeah. Um, I actually saw two first as a child, and two is very, okay. very, very light compared to the first one. Mm-hmm. But technically, Gremlins could be used as a Christmas movie because it takes place on Christmas. Kind of like Die Hard. It's true. And it, yeah, well, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. True. Period. It doesn't yeah. matter. Okay, so I came up with a few things. And the one that I'm very disappointed in myself that I did not say last week, and I'm just, I can't believe I didn't, Saw. That's like <laughs> one of the most messed up movies. Did we go see that? We didn't, but I have a funny Saw 2 story. Okay, anyways. um, But I remember seeing it in college. And yeah. Yes, we did, because I watched it in your dorm, and then I had to walk back to my dorm. Do you remember that? I had It was, like, after it was out of the theaters, because I was walking. So your dorm was, like, a two-minute walk to my to my dorm, and I was, like, scared. I don't think we were in the dorms list. at the same time, because I remember I had the apartment, and then I went to the dorms after I, quote-unquote, graduated. <laughs> Which time? The first fake first time. time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, the first four or five times. Yeah. Um, well, I, cause what was it? Yeah. Cause I thought you were maybe not, but it was definitely with you and it scared the yeah, it, daylight out of me and I had to walk and it was like, of course it was dark and I was like, um, I'm going to get murdered on my we way. Did watch that with my cousin maybe? Maybe it was definitely, I don't know. It was definitely in the dorms, but anyways, so I was very disappointed in myself that I didn't do saw because that's kind of quintessential, like scary. Saw is a perfect example of stupidity. Oh, I'm locked in here by my foot. I have a hacksaw. Let me saw off the foot. No. Why don't you saw the fucking chain? I get through that chain though. They would. You I mean, so? I think because because usually those types of saws are I could be wrong, 
those, but usually those kind of saws are good on metal. Okay. I, I wouldn't know because I've you never didn't even try. I, yeah, I've never personally got it into a specific situation where I've had a chain against my foot and had to get out because there was like a killer your person family, thing. Yeah, it's going after your family or whatnot. But yeah. And, yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Cause yeah, we didn't know he was actually the guy in the middle. He was actually a <gasps> lot. He was, he was alive the whole time. <gasps> yeah, come on, Carl. <gasps> Carl. Carl, sorry. yours. Thank you. My bad. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. My, I'll do it real quick. Um, Go for it. I have a couple more, but for saw, I that one. We, I saw Saw 2. That was, was that my, Mark Wahlberg or was that? I can't remember. Oh. I think so. Maybe. Okay. I'm going to we'll take a look. Let's just see here. But uh, my first quote unquote date sort of with the missus was at her friend's house for Valentine's Day and we watched Saw 2. <laughs> Oh, it was Donnie Wahlberg. Yeah, okay. I was like, it was like one of the Wahlbergs. No better, man. That's a new kid on the block, dude. Yeah. Anyways. But yeah. So that's how you that's how you wooed the missus. That was the first time we actually held hands. And I remember doing Aww. the little creeping hand thing. Just gradually getting closer. <laughs> During Saw 2, which is, you know, well known for the, the needle shoulder, scraping right? scene in it, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, pretty messed up. Yeah. But, I mean, like, if you can hold hands and get through that, I suppose you can, you know, live Mal life together. Age. So Yeah. So what else you got? I, I'm, as you're saying off, I'm thinking of. Um, okay. So you mentioned Cabin in the Woods, mm -hmm. I really think, didn't you? And I really want to watch that because I remember every time, like, I had listened to Nier really enjoyed this movie and he said I'd probably, like, pseudo enjoy it as well. But I kept thinking he was saying Kevin in the Woods. Kevin and I was like, the who the hell is Kevin and why is he in the Woods? From the creators Cabin of The Office. Kevin, Kevin in, in the, the woods. woods. Yeah, I'd watch Jerry. that for sure. Anyways, um, and then a few more that are more like, um, you know, family fun. The one I came up with last night as we were putting short round to sleep to to sleep to bed was Monsters Inc. I was like, that's kind, you know, that kind of works, like yeah, sort of, yeah. a little bit. And then I was thinking about going back to my, you know, my time when I was her age. Um, are you afraid of the dark? I was like, oh, pulling up like the Nickelodeon thing would be fun. And then scary stories to tell in the dark. I always loved those stories when I was little. You know, like the black and white covers with the face or the whatever on the front. Mm -hmm. um, Goosebumps. The one I've that's, heard that's with Jack Black is actually pretty good. Yeah. I haven't watched the movie, then, but I did watch the series back in the day. Okay. And then um, the one I, I put it on our show clock where I was deciding I was going to use my brain for once was Simpsons Treehouse of Horror, which we talked about last week. But you know how many episodes there are of it? 31. Ooh. I was like, hmm, yes. So I figured one a day of those will just catch up, and I'll probably catch, like, as I catch up to them, I'll watch that's them every idea. day. Yeah, thanks. You mentioned... That's on the, that's on the plus, so I'm going to check that out for sure. But I don't know if I mentioned this one last week, but the one that scarred me for a while as a child, child was Candyman. Yeah, well, remember, because you put the quote, but you never talked about it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Candyman, that was that was one of those, uh, you know, I didn't do a lot of horror flicks. And so I just happened mm -hmm. to like, my, I remember my brother saying like, I'm not going to pause this or anything. If we're going to watch it, we're going to watch it. I'm not going to fast forward <laughs> or anything like that. I'm like, whatever. With sure. Yeah, right man. There. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Like my cousin and I are still a little bit like, like going are, to are the we rest. Talk, are we talking PB? Yeah, PB. Okay. He was there and we both are like, don't, don't say it. 
do not go in the bathroom. Do not say it. It's because, yeah. You know, hold it, okay? Just hold it some <laughs> yeah, later. Just, I, Don't go, yeah, in there. go outside. There's no mirrors outside. But oh they gosh. are remaking the Kenny Man movie. Are they? It, I'm, the trailer looked really good. Yeah, it was like the with the wasps or the bees or something, right? Yeah. With like all the. And okay, there's been Candyman one through three, I think, but they are doing a reboot. I forget the actor's name, but he was in Watchmen. He was also the villain in Aquaman. He played Black Manta, which was That's a sick. highlight of the Aquaman movie because Black Manta was pretty badass. All right, it's let's like see. Ab- let's Ab- find it. Ab- 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 um, multi name. Yeah, hi, Abdul Mentin. Yes. No. Maybe. Okay. Coleman Domingo. Hang on. Let's see. He plays We're Anthony. Doing... Is that right? In what? Yeah, it says he was in the film Aquaman. Yeah, hi, Yaya, Yaya, Abdul yes, Mentin, the second. There you go. Yep. Cool. Yeah, he's he. I I'm really curious about the new Candyman movie, even though that first one scarred me for a while. You got to give it a try. Yeah, I mean, it just yeah. looks cool. I mean, it's one. It's it's kind of fun to go back. You know, you go back and watch things that entertained you as a kid. Going right. back and watching stuff that scared you as a kid, it's like, oh, okay. face your fears, Ryan. Yeah. Face them. Face them in the mirror. Because the first time I watched Exorcist, it was at a. Yeah. A friend's house and then that night I was dreaming of little witches running around the bed a few years later I was able to watch it and I'm like oh this isn't really that creepy because I yeah. knew what was coming up but I was able to like oh there's the demon in the the corner that they kind of threw in just to kind of mess with people who are watching it and... yeah um okay so I do have one on my watch list for sure that I want to give a try to and this is a new it's Netflix it is called Hubie Halloween have you heard of it? Yes. That comes out what? In like That comes out three on, days. It comes out on, yeah, on Headless Engineer's birthday. Yay. That's, it's an birthday. Adam Sandler flick. Yeah. Julie Bowen, um, Tim Meadows, My Rudolph. It's going to, it looks like it's going to be good. I'm hoping it, it pulls through. It kind of reminded me of like Billy Madison and Scary Movie had a baby. Mm-hmm. And then like, there it is. But so the premise, it says here, um, despite his devotion to his hometown of Salem and its Halloween celebration, Hubie Dubois is a figure of mockery for kids and adults alike. But this year, something is going bump in the night and it's up to Hubie to save Halloween. It looks. Ooh, there you go. Um, you right over there? I just had a thought. Yeah, I saw that. Trailer. I was like, you know what? That's going to I'm going to add that to the list. I don't remember. the. I haven't seen a recent Adam Sandler film in a while. I know it's uh, Murder be... Mystery was good. The okay. one with him and Jennifer Aniston, that was good. Okay. That was also Netflix. But, uh, but that one, it just looks silly. I'm like, okay, I'll watch that. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out this week at some point. So hopefully I'll have an opportunity to actually talk about it next week. And then one of the stars, too, I saw, and this is, just write it down, um, Peyton List is in it. And she is, she plays Tori in um, Cobra Kai. Okay. So you should check out Cobra Kai. Cobra <laughs> I'll just, Kai. I'm just going to throw that in. And then, oh, speaking of which, actually, speaking of Netflix and Cobra Kai, they announced the third season. Uh, finally, for the um, release, the premiere, I believe, is January 8th of 2021. And in that like little teaser where they did for the third um, season, they also mentioned that they've been renewed for a fourth season. So, Mark on. 
Uh, yeah, they no, need at least at least another couple seasons to get through the mess that they made at the end of the second season. That's all I'm saying. So, okay. uh, another movie that's it's an mm-hmm. anthology flick, so multiple stories within one that are sort of tied okay. together. Uh, yeah, Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. Two thousand seven American anthology horror film. Really. Are you fun. going back through your Halloween wish list? No, I just, I, as you said something that. and it triggered like, oh yeah, that one's really good. Sorry, I triggered you, Ryan. I you triggered it. <laughs> okay. It's a good one. It's got Anna Paquin, uh, Brian Cox, Dylan Baker, Quinn Lloyd, like. Trick or treat. Okay. Trick or treat. I just wrote the R like Toys R Us is the little backwards. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> it, it's sort Anyways, of fitting. I'm so, a yeah. Toys R Us kid, okay? Poor Jeffrey. R.I.P. I know. What's Ever the, since that yeah. spinal injury. Oh my gosh. Anyways, you're weird. <laughs> it's true. So, uh, yeah. speaking um, of things, tell me about Billy Eilish. 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 Yes. So, yeah. Speaking of things that are finally releasing soon, this is no time to die. My man Rami. <laughs> um, so, it's going to be released November 20th, and they finally released the music video along with it. Oh, she's and doing did the you intro. have it? Okay. Yeah. She's doing the vi- Yeah. The song, which is called No Time to Die. And uh, did you watch the video? I didn't did check it out yet. I didn't know it exists. Um, it was out. very like old school, you know, kind of black and white with like little clips of the film and kind of airy and breathy. It's really what? good. It it reminded me a lot of because it's not her too too much, like still the voice, but it's not her persona as much, in my opinion. Um, but it reminded me of Skyfall a lot. So you should watch, watch, go watch the Skyfall video, Adele. It's Adele. And then go watch No Time to Die. And uh, I thought it was good. Like, I okay. thought it was, it'll, it'll be a good, um, you know, like when they play, of course, at the end, the end credits or whatever it is, like at, at the, uh, at the, yeah, the end credits at the end of the movie. Duh. Um, but the thing that I was a little bummed out about is I like to look at like the lyrics and everything, but it kind of almost is spoilerish. If you, you know what I mean? Like if you read. Like, you know, the lyrics of it, look into it too much. And I didn't, I didn't even mean to spoil it this time. You know, I love to movie poop everything, but <laughs> um, I kind of read through the lyrics and I'm hoping that's not like, a, sorry. I mean, like, that's not what she, that, that wasn't the lyrics, but I mean, you know, sorry. I just looked through it and spoil, it hasn't come out yet, but I read them and it was kind of like, you can sort of see like the tone of the Words film and what's happening. Yeah. You mean like Die Another um, Day was a spoiler for Die Another Day? I don't know. Because it just tells you that someone's not going to die the day they're going to die, but they're going to die another day. Some other day. I don't know. It's It wasn't that day, though. Yeah, you're right. It was some other day. It was. It is. I wonder. So, there's no time to die, kids. Because in, die, in die Another Day. Yeah. Madonna actually has. Madonna, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back in our the olden days, um, back when we had to make sure that we got to the radio in time to press record on the tape. That's true. Sorry. But uh, she's <laughs> actually in the movie. I wonder how many times that's happened in James Bond movies. Good question. Like whoever wrote the song. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up this week because like I don't remember seeing Adele being in the one she did the the late singer of Audio Slave, Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell, I don't believe he was in the movie when he did the intro. So yeah, I, I keep getting points. I'm excited, man. Yeah. She just like a little tally of like random 
things that I don't Rizzo know. Rizzo gets doing, a point. Uh, woot. So and speaking got- of uh, speaking of points and people getting points, did you see? <laughs> and this is back to South Park. I just wanted to separate it. That was just hilarious at the Broncos game last week. As uh, a Broncos fan, I can officially say I I missed it because I'm a horrible fan. <laughs> you're a Broncos fan. Yeah. I didn't even know you liked the sports ball. I occasionally do watch the sports ball because I enjoy when they make points. Uh, cool. But I am- anyways. The ca- the entire oh, cast of South Park was the fans that were the cutouts. Oh, awesome! <laughs> so it just was very cute. I was like, "That's fun. That's always good." Jenna Fisher and- shared a picture uh, because at a baseball game, it was Jenna Fisher and then two other, char- I think Rain Wilson, and then uh-huh. someone else from The Office. Oh, um, uh-huh. oh, Phyllis. I think it was Phyllis. Yeah, was the third that's one. a real name. That's a real name. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Sad, like, oh, sadness. Funny. Yeah. Oh, oh God. She was, she was in, so well, no, she was in Inside Out. She was sadness. Yeah, Anyways. she was so good in that. Yeah. Anyways. She's so good. So there you go. Yay. All right. So, so should we. It's that time when you start drinking and we, we try to make you stop. But what's your tea, yo? I, um,. I uh, started to quench my thirst with some other caffeinated beverage prior to tea so I could have some in my cup still. Today, I told you this week I've been doing like a lot of stuff. I've been working all the jobs, helping out with a friend with the things she does. And mm-hmm. so it has been an exhausting week. I'm just going to put it out there, you know, doing it like happens. the mom thing happens, as much. Yeah. But thankfully for headless producer engineer guy, he, you know, ran the fort this week. So thank you. Um. I picked Irish breakfast because that's the most caffeinated tea <laughs> I could think of. And it goes great with thing. a bit of whiskey. Oh my gosh. I needed it so bad. Anyways. And so it's just, it's a traditional black tea. Um, nice and full of caffeine for you. And excellent with sugar and milk. This time I opted for um, white sugar because I just don't feel like the maltiness of the brown sugar, in my opinion, goes as good with this tea. Like, so there's a couple of other black teas that I love brown sugar with, Mm -hmm. but I like this one with just the milk and the sugar. And so I figured since I was so like exhausted, I guess is the right word that I would talk about caffeine in tea. Okay. Before you go into that, yeah. uh, what makes it Irish? It's just the name because it's the type of uh, tea leaf. Okay. So the tea yeah. are is from the leaves are from Ireland. I don't think so. No, because it's. Uh, I think it's just like the potency of it based on the tea that's in it. It's got a kick. Yes. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah, but no, they don't. I don't believe that they have tea leaves in Ireland. <laughs> I'll have to look into that. I don't think so, though. I'm pretty sure because it's like an English breakfast or Scottish breakfast. Irish breakfast is the same idea, but it's like the kind of tea that the Irish people were drinking, basically, like back in the day. Does that make sense? Yes. No, <laughs> it does. Okay. I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I'm just curious. You're just putting me on the spot, and well, yeah, it's, okay. it's fine. Is it blessed <laughs> so let me by talk like, about you know clovers or something? Or, or leaf that's clovers? not where it is. I just said that. It's, that's not where it is, dude. Um, okay, so can we talk caffeine? Yes. Can cool. So do you know what the um, highest caffeinated type of tea is? Black. Good job. Yeah, I was like, I just said that. So yeah, you can uh, go for it. Yeah, so it is black. And then next to that is oolong. And then green tea, white tea, 
decaf tea, and then an herbal or red tea, which I've talked about as rooibos mm-hmm. or traditional herbal. Yeah. Or tisane. And um, the way it kind of works out is that with coffee, because are you, you're not much of a coffee drinker, are you? Or do you I, drink coffee sometimes? I do drink it sometimes. I had some today. I try mm-hmm. not to do it all the time, but I yeah. do enjoy it. Coffee has about two and a half times more caffeine than black tea does. Okay. As an idea. And then green tea has about half the caffeine as black tea does. Oolong sits in the middle there. And then white tea is about half of green. Decaf's pretty light. I mean, it depends upon how much you decaf it. And then, the herb, of course, the herbal tea, tisane, rooibos, like red tea, has zilch because it's not the tea leaves. There you go. Excellent. And then, would you like to learn how to decaf your tea? Because truly, there's not really a... There's not really a real decaf tea if it's a tea leaf. How, how do you so decaf kind of a, a tea? Kind of a misnomer. The way that I like to, there's two good ways, in my opinion. The way I like to do it is um, you make your, you boil your water, you have it in your pot. And yes. So let's say, for example, if you wanted to make this decaf Irish breakfast, it's a four and a half minute steep. That's the boiling water. <laughs> is that the fire? That's the boiling water. Is that the water? Okay. Anyways, so the boiling water is already in the cup, so it's not you can't see it. <laughs> Anyways, and so you take it for about a minute, maybe a minute. There you go, minute fifteen, uh, with the tea leaves themselves in that hot water in the boiled water, because of course you're boiled. Maybe I'll talk about water next time and how it works with tea. Again, why, day why four to- of Boxtober. And what <laughs> water? Never mind. I'm not going to say that word again. Okay. Anyways, um, the mermaid pump, mermaid pumpkin, <laughs> pumpkin mermaid. There you go. Um, Mer- <laughs> Stop it. Um, we're talking about tea. Uh, and then, so like a minute, minute and a half into it, you can just take the bag out, dump out the tea you've made, and then you're just going to reboil uh, another, just like not reboil it, but just boil more water. And you're going to use that tea that you had in that bag and you're going to make the tea th- for the four and a half minutes as an example for Irish so breakfast. You're going to steep for a minute, remove the tea bag, add more Dump the water. water, dump the water out. Oh, you have a fresh powder, a fresh cup. Mm-hmm. And then take that same tea bag. Yep. And then for four more minutes, you got so. it. Interesting. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, okay. There you go. That's my, that's the way I like to do it. I, that that is what works best for me. And that decaffeinates. Yes, that is not. Uh, it does not uncaffeinate. It decaffeinates, so it is less, but it is not zero. So decaffeinated so. coffee is well, or I should, we'll stick with tea. I don't know. Decaffeinated tea is not necessarily. There's no caffeine. There's just minimal amounts. Good Interesting. Job. I am teaching you things. Dang. Okay. All right. There you go. Good job. You thought of interest. That's right. The more you learn. Yes. Good job. Yay. And I do feel sufficiently hydrated, by the way, now. Good. So I'm ready. Good. (laughs) Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. So I went first last time. Do you want to go first this time or should I just go with who would win? Let's go with who would win. We'll be consistent. Okay. So because you're you're still looking for a headline. I have a headline. (laughs) I forgot. I I wrote one down. Okay. So for those of you that have not played with us before, and I actually played, I did Who Would Win Wednesday. No one, no one wanted to play along. Jerks. I started typing it, but then I forgot where I was going with it. So I deleted it. I don't even remember what it was. You remember what it was? 
It was Buffy the Vampire Slayer versus Julia the Child. Yes. At Espionage. Yeah, because I actually just pulled out Espionage again and I was like, I'm not doing that. I was going to say that Julia Child, in that case, for the Instagram on Wednesday, um, I would say Julia Child because how else are you going to get information from someone secretly other than by cooking them a delicious meal? Allowing, Good point. allowing the cook into your house to where she can snoop around and like, oh, I was just looking for some pepper in your desk. Butter. Probably butter. Butter, butter no, no, in your child. desk. Okay. So, <laughs> this is funny. Okay. Um, are you ready? You ready yes. for the event? Kissing. Kissing. Smoochy okay. smoochins. Okay. And you have... Who would win at kissing? <laughs> John Wayne. Mm. He's the Western film actor from True Grit. If every if everything isn't black and white, I say, why the hell not? Okay. All right, John. And then against <laughs> Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Children's television personality. His quote is, won't you be my neighbor? All right, Ryan, you have about 20 seconds. So who would win at kissing between John Wayne? Like, who who are they kissing? (laughs) I don't know. Remember when I I told you about the kissing story with my father-in-law? How, what's his face? MacGyver was kissing seals. Hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I guess it because I remember I said that, like, it doesn't matter. I mean, Uh, let's try to stay within the same species, I would say. But, like, I I mean, it's up to interpretation. (laughs) Mr. Rogers I've, seems like he'd be more gentle about it. That does I was gonna say gentle doesn't mean bad, right? No, In theory. No. Uh, I mean, sorry, that's a little that was a little too much. Okay. It's disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not kissing kids. That's I think that's the point. I wasn't going there. You totally were. You said it without saying it. I was thinking John Wayne and the Cowboys, and that makes it different. Or the horses. <laughs> that's how he won oh, the Alamo. My gosh. Anyways, we didn't win the Alamo. And he's True. an actor, not from the 1800s. But he was in the movie, <laughs> The Alamo. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay. Still didn't win. Anyways, no, go ahead. he did not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is it because he was a horrible kisser? Is that why? Yeah. By default, Mr. Rogers if, wins. If only if he had loved better. the army, the Mexican <laughs> army, as it was running towards, like, come on over here, pilgrim. Oh my god. We're gonna smooch it good. Did you say pilgrim for the Alamo? We need to go through history lessons, dude. But again, I'm quoting John <laughs> Wayne, who often said pilgrim. Oh, okay. That that I was like, what are you talking about? I don't know these things. Maybe uh, I need the history lessons. My bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. You should know your fucking actors. I'm just picturing you talking about the Alamo saying it's like the eighteen hundreds with pilgrims from the sixteen. I'm taking the movie The Alamo. <laughs> Starring okay. John Wayne. I'm putting it on the Halloween watch as list. Davy Crockett. Davy Crockett. Got I think it. Was Davey Davey. Crockett. Oh, that was somebody from the Alamo. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying in the history books, kids, is that if John Wayne had been a better kisser in the movie history Alamo. books, yes. <laughs> uh, in film history. <laughs> I'm gonna say John Wayne would be the better. Better at kissing because Mr. Rogers is going to be a hugger. 
That's yeah. That's a good point. Because he's if you can be. get break down the barrier that is the Duke, he's gonna make you know that he loves you. You're gonna break down the Duke. <laughs> Gross. Anyways, yeah. Uh. Pop her up. <laughs> that's. I'm gonna go ahead and just. You know, I don't. Lindsay. Lindsay needs to not see that. Poor Lindsay. Poor yeah. Lindsay. So that's that's my bizarre answer for that. Very bizarre. That was and that was a very bizarre visual. This may be a really good um, episode for audio <laughs> cons- stop consumption. <laughs> Look now, I'm looking at the cat. She's waiting. For oh, that me reminds me. Did we mention the leprechaun <laughs> last week? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did because you said the stop the pot of gold. We talked about Jennifer Aniston. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we did. So yeah, I, I say, uh, yeah, freak. John, John. <laughs> <laughs> well. Yeah, I called her now. She's gonna come hang out. Buzz beast. Anyways. So yeah, I'll, I'll say okay. John, John Wayne. So I I cautiously say that the headline can't be any worse than this, but Lord knows, I kind of completely ruined it last week. So. Well, that's, that's what I get. All right, we need to try, man. Okay. Give me a little bit of time to think about it. You can kind of talk about yeah. like our socials and things and all that. Like while today's I'm to headline, stuff. which I uh, I will nervous, present. I'm not ready. I will pre- present Rizzo with a headline. She then has to jokeify it in some form or fashion. Um, All right. The headline via NPR. Oh, God. Of course it is. Paradox-free time travel is theoretic- theoretically possible, researchers say. Paradox-free time travel? Would you like me to copy it into the chat so you can visually see it? That's fine. Oh, yeah, you can. You just throw it into show clock. Okay. There you go. Time travel. Via NPR, paradox-free time travel is theoretically possible, researchers say. <laughs> this is the sort of stuff I oh read. Oh my gosh. No, it's good. It's fine. Yeah. It's actually a good I... story or interesting read as well. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I'm I'm starting to get a little anxious about it because Headless Producers' favorite movie is Back to the Future. And so I'm like, so my palms are actually I'm physically sweating right now because I really need to come through and come up with something really good. And I'm do- talking through this because I'm trying to stall because I'm, I'm trying to. Come up well, the article good. talks about, I mean, it's funny because they quote uh, Stephen okay, King. No, I, think I, I think I've got it. Okay. I think I've actually got yeah. what one. you got. So or, via okay. NPR, paradox free time travel is theoretically possible. Researchers say. Yeah. Says the guy that has five eyeballs and. Six fingers on each hand. Right? No? Could see that. Yeah. Kind of. There's consequences for time travel. Actually, that does sort of (laughs) deal with something that happens in a book I read by Michael Crichton called Timeline because there were issues with sending the people back and forth because they were deconstructing the body, sending it through quantum foam and then reconstructing it. Yeah, I have another one too. I'm ready when you are. Yes, go. We're going to do it again? You're going to set me up? Via NPR. Paradox-free time travel is theoretically possible, researchers say. Cronenberg, Lindsay Buckingham, and Rizzo, the love story. (laughs) I love everything. (laughs) I know. My my headlines do not help me whatsoever. I'll try (laughs) to find some good ones. All it does is just make me nervous in front of my husband and then talk talk about this guy. Hi! But it's a, it's an interesting read because it's funny because it's it, this particular article started off with a quote from uh, Stephen King who wrote 
11, 22, Yeah. Um, and it was turned into a movie with uh, yes. oh TV series on Hulu with uh, James Franco, which yes. deals with a character trying to go back in who found a way to go back in time and is trying to prevent the Kennedy assassination. assassination. Yeah. But and this is kind of where the article kicks in. Time doesn't want to be interfered with. So it talks about the whole the paradoxes. Um, right. And they gave the example. If you try to go back in time and prevent, you know, patient zero from getting COVID-19, you may be successful in preventing that person from getting COVID-19. Hey, Randy but, Marsh. Anyways. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mickey. Oh my God. Anyways. But time would correct itself by giving you COVID-19 and thus you would be patient zero in spreading it on because time would justify itself in order for you to have still need a reason to go back in time. Something's still going to, yeah, something's yeah. still going to be happening. It's like the, that's, and this is again, here we go. Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors with Homer in the time machine when he sneezes on the dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So All right. fun read if you, if you dig science and. Send me, yeah, send me fiction. that link. That sounds good. Yeah, that's fun. So, yes, a good job. High fives. Thanks. High fives. Or high whatever it is with the fingers. Of the... What? <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> remember I said the paradox thing says oh. the guy with eight eyeballs and 12 fingers. Yeah, it's like high five. Ah. Okay. So you're the, Anyways. you're the dude from the Princess Bride? I am the six-fingered man. That's, oh yeah, that is, I was like, is that seven? Not six. Two thumbs. That'd be a weird hand. That'd be kind of handy. Especially, especially on you. What are you doing? Grab. Grab it. Actually, it, it looks like that. Mine, see, my, see, all I do on this, all for mine is just awkward turtle. Awkward, awkward turtle. turtle. This is a great is. visual element for the podcast side of things. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they should check it out on youtube <laughs> yeah youtube uh which we are in a different right. spot today we're actually i don't know what our actual address for the channel is but uh yeah episode 14 that's just how prepared we are kids <laughs> youtube's weird because it, you have to be around for a certain while to get it specified but we'll put it on the social yeah. but yeah we are from now on we'll have since we're going live everything will be on the ryan and rizzo youtube page which i've got to relink everything everywhere so Sorry. Anyways. Yeah. And you can also uh, connect with us during the week. Um, that is at Ryan and Rizzo, Twitter, Instagram. You can email us and talk about your time travel paradoxes or the reality. What would of you do if you knew time would fix itself? I'm not sure we're even at that point and it just makes me sad. Um, that's also Ryan and Rizzo at gmail.com. Mm hmm. And then Anchor.fm, of course, to get the lovely audio version audio of version. our little uh, fun thing that we're doing today. Produced again by Headless Producer. Yay, thank, you. thank you so much. Of us today. Woohoo. It's, it's like and saving time on so many levels. Time, if you will. Oh my. Good time machine movie. Uh, the time machine. Yeah. Uh, Hot tub time machine. <laughs> actually, that's not bad. <laughs> I didn't think I, I would like it, but I did. But I, I couldn't. Did. I couldn't get through it. <laughs> Maybe I'll give it a try again. I because you know what? Hmm. If I could sit through. Oh, speaking of time travel movies, Idiocracy. Yeah. Uh, in theory, I mean, not really, because he just sat there in the little like thing. But, Hibernation. Um, Maybe I should give it a try because if I can sit through Idiocracy and 
survive, I think I probably could do hot dog time machine again. I liked it because it would just turned out to be better than I thought it would. And yeah. it was one of those like hot top time machine. Cause you know how, like, you know, you have this certain genres that aren't really made anymore in the eighties. There was a lot of that ski slope bunny ski type movies. Pizza, French fries, pizza, French fries. Sorry. South park. Oh, okay. When they're in ass. Then if you, if you French fry, when you're supposed to pizza, you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> do, you know, do you remember that? No. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, you hot need to, you hot, need to hot that time thing. machine. It's it's a modern remake of an eighties skiing film because it takes place at the lodge. It actually well, it takes place in the eighties as well because it's you know mm-hmm. time travel. But it's it was dumb fun. How did I not like that? That sounds like right up my alley. John Cusack. Maybe I need to give it another try. Okay. I mean, at first well, it seems like a really stupid too. idea, but like it's really fun. Craig Robinson's fun. Clark Duke's fun. It's everyone in there is, it's just, it's, it, it was d- again, dumb fun. I haven't seen the second one. Fun? Yet, <laughs> dumb <laughs> yeah. fun, fun, fun. <laughs> All right. So, um, I think this is yeah. that moment where I say, uh, the cue of whatever. Bumble, Bumblebee tuna. <laughs> Bumblebee tuna. <laughs> that'll be our, that'll be our code word. Oh, there Bumblebee we go. Bumblebee tuna. Right. Fun times. All right. Anyways, check us out. Um, at Ryan Rizzo, Twitter, Instagram. Be good. We'll do some tweets, some instas, and we'll be back next week for episode 15. Hey, we're about to get our learner's permit, y'all. Ryan and Rizzo is a part of the Musing with McWillie Creative Network. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Ryan and Rizzo. For more info about the show, go to mcwillie.com slash podcast. <laughs>